True Crime Broads with Crystal and Renee. I'm really enjoying this podcast. As a resident of Ellis County, I'm so glad you ladies took up the responsibility to get the word out about Missy's unsolved murder, period. You've had some great guest stars. And don't worry about the production value. You guys sound great. Please keep doing what you're doing. And I'll try to support you any way I can. Hello. Welcome to True Crime Broads. This is Crystal. And Renee. And we thank you for joining us today on True Crime Broads. Um, today, we are going to, of course, talk about the Missy Beavers case. And um, I wanted to start off by thanking the super nice lady who just we just played the message that she left us. We're not going to give her first name because she did sort of identify where she lives and it's in Ellis County. So we don't have her permission to use her name anyway. So we're going to leave her unidentified. But wasn't that the sweetest message, Renee? We are so thankful for you guys. Absolutely. That was really sweet. Um, it's always nice whenever people leave messages like that because, you know, it kind of you know, it kind of confirms that people are listening and that they um, are enjoying our podcast and it's informative and, you know, beneficial in some way. Yeah, it really means a lot to us. Thank you, because we don't even know if we're reaching people half the time. We just hope we are. So thank you very right. much for that. And um, also, I wanted to mention, we've gotten some really nice comments about our theme song. And I can't believe I've never even mentioned this before, but I wanted to give a shout out to Lil Bleepo. It's L-I-L Bleepo, B-L-E-E-P-O. And he's a local act here in the town I live in, which is Frisco, Texas. And he was kind enough to give us permission to use his song. And I, we even had a couple of people say that they wish that it was longer, our theme song. So what we're going to do on this episode is at the very end of the episode, when we're all done talking, we're going to, um, instead of just playing out the same um, intro, we're going to play the song in its entirety. So if you want to stick around after the show and listen to Lil Bleepo's song, it's called Scur of the Block. So I hope you enjoy that. It's also available on Apple Music and Spotify. If you would like to download his songs, they're all really good. Um, okay, so Renee, I know that um, this is amazing news we got since our last episode, but we have had several donations come in for the billboard. And for those of you who are just joining us for the first time, the billboard is something Renee had a really good idea for us to get a billboard to raise awareness for Missy's case and we set up a GoFundMe account, and Renee is going to share with us who all has donated. So, Renee, take it away. Oh my gosh, we're so excited about all the donations. Like, it, it was, um, you know, it started off really good, and then it got really slow, and, and we, you know, we're kind of thinking, well, you know, maybe we shouldn't do this, and then it just exploded. It was great. I mean, people have just really, there's so many people that care about Missy, and we're so um, honored that we're able to you know, be in the midst of all this, um, you know, putting things together in hopes of keeping her case alive so that people will, you know, so that it can be solved and that the person will finally be um, brought to justice. That's right. So we do have a lot of um, new uh, donations. So we have one from Bob, um, Glenn, Ben, Julianne, Shannon, Erica, Mike, and Santino, Mike, Nick, Jennifer, Lucy, and Deanne, 
And then we had three anonymous, anonymous donations. Awesome. Thank you all so much for donating. It means the world to us. And I know it's going to mean so much to Missy's family when they see that billboard up in Ellis County. That's going to be awesome. It is. Hey, and those of you who are not following us on Instagram, would you mind uh, next time you have an opportunity to go over to Instagram and click follow? We would love to hang out with you on Instagram. We are in the 900s on our followers. It'd be really cool if we could hit a thousand. That's a goal we have. So if you could come and check us out and also just um, drop us a line, let us know how you're doing. Um, we, we love, love hearing from our listeners. Um, we absolutely love it. Right. We do. We, we read each and every message and we really appreciate them. Um, okay, Renee, I think we were going to start off our show by talking about the various motives that we've speculated on in the Missy Beavers case. There's a, a pretty long list, um, at least a handful of motives. And we're not clear on which one it is, of course, because we don't know who killed Missy Beavers. But um, there are quite a few motives that have been bounced around the discussion groups over the past four years, some more than others, but we will entertain all of them on this episode. Um, did you want to start, Renee, or do you want me to start? Um, you go ahead. Okay. Um, one of the motives that keeps making a comeback in the discussion groups is jealousy. And that could be seen a couple of different ways. The first way that seems to be the more popular one is, is that potentially Missy's killer could have been a romantic rival or they could have perceived Missy as their romantic rival. Um, really all that matters is that the person thinks that Missy was some sort of a rival, even if it wasn't true in reality. Um, you know, and, and in this case, jealousy would be perhaps it would be the spouse of someone that Missy had potentially had some kind of interaction with that they thought was inappropriate. And we don't have any proof that anything like this happened, by the way. We're totally speculating and we want to be very respectful of Missy and her family. But, you know, I'm just saying that that's been a theory um, as a motive that's gone around ever since day one. And some of the information, the search warrants kind of points in that direction. So people kind of had a tendency to run with it. And um, so basically it would be perhaps the spouse of someone that either perceived or thinks they observed or heard about something inappropriate, a conversation or, or more that happened between Missy and their spouse. Um, another form of jealousy would be someone who felt like she was competition, but maybe not necessarily anything specific. I think this would be much less likely to be a murder motive, but people are crazy, so you just never know. But it could have been someone who was jealous of the transformation that Mitzi had made in her life and her body, and she was becoming a successful trainer. She was on her way to being successful training under Renee Jones. And... Um, I was just thinking that perhaps someone who was just jealous of her body and, and just all the positive things that were going on in her life at the time. And I think that's, that's it for the jealousy one, unless I missed something, Renee, let me know. 
No, I think you covered that one pretty good. Um, I do have a story that I wanted to, well, it's a, it's a case um, that happened. Um, a woman got murdered and it was basically over jealousy. Right. So I wanted, I thought that would be a perfect time to, to, um, to go over this and not really go over the case, but just kind of, you know, read about what happened since it is pertaining to that. And it kind of gives people some, you know, angles to look at and stuff. Um, but it's the Sadie Hartley case. Have you ever heard of it? You know, that's an interesting case. I don't know much about it at all. So I'm glad you researched it. It's, um, it was, it was in the UK, but, um, it's an interesting case. So Sarah Hartley, um, was with a, a man by the name of Ian Johnston, and they had been together since 2005. And this is in 2016 when this happened. On January 14th, she was found inside the uh, foyer of her doorway of her home, uh, de dead from stab wounds, okay? So I, I don't know the story, the backstory on how these two were caught, but apparently Ian used to date a woman by the name of Sarah Williams. She was 35 years old, and I think he was 57. Anyway, apparently she really, really liked him a lot, and he didn't really feel the same about her. They, they dated for a short time, and he thought she was too possessive, so they broke up, and he got with Sadie Hartley. So um, Sarah Williams, 35, and another woman by the name of, I think her name's Katrina Walsh, but she goes by Kit. Mm -hmm. She's 56. Her, those two ladies um, together, um, planned the murder of Sadie Hartley for 18 months. Crazy. And they finally made good on it when Ian Johnston, the, the, the guy, in, the, the one in the middle of this whole triangle, he uh, went on a uh, skiing trip. So he was going to be gone. So they thought, well, this is going to be the perfect opportunity. They had put a GPS tracker on his vehicle and was tracking him. But the, what's really strange about it is the device that they used to track him actually ended up reversing and tracking them. So they were able to prove that they did certain things in planning this murder. And that's how they proved that they murdered her and they got busted. Um, they actually went in and paralyzed her with a stun gun and stabbed her over 40 times. I mean, it was, it's bizarre, but the whole thing was over jealousy because the, Sarah wanted to be with this man and he didn't want to be with her, but she thought, well, if I can just get Sadie out of the way, then maybe he'll want me. Yeah, I mean, she, people are nuts. I swear. Crazy. I couldn't believe it. And there yeah. were so many stories. I just decided to just pick one. <laughs> no, that's horrible. And then, you know, um, I don't remember a lot of details about it, but you and I talked about it not long ago, like maybe not even two weeks ago. This would be a different kind of jealousy, the non-romantic rival. But do you remember when you brought up that case from, I think it was the early 90s, where the woman was going to murder her daughter's rival's mother so that that it would, because so she would be too upset to do well at cheerleading tryouts. Yes. That's so crazy too. Yeah. Your case is crazy on the romantic side. And then that, that popped in my head just now. That was that. in 1991. Gosh, I remember that. and just thinking, I didn't have kids yet or anything, but I was like, people are nuts, you know? And yeah, this, I know. she was wanting to murder that poor girl's mother so that her daughter would have a better chance of making cheerleader because she thought she'd be due, too distraught to try out or do a good job of the tryout. What kind of a world do we live in? I mean, that's insane. 
I know. I guess there's just always going to be people that just, I mean, they're just not right, obviously. Right. And they are not thinking logically, obviously, because, right. you know, they're just thinking about what they're, what they have in front of them and not like, hello, you can't just go around murdering people because things don't go your way. But Right. And they, and, you know, we all experience um, negative feelings. Everyone's experienced jealousy at some point in their lives, but you don't act on it. You can't become consumed with it. To the point where you harm someone else you have to just deal exactly. with it and move on but yeah that's really really amazing um but yeah so it's possible we don't know that jealousy played a part in missy's death what other theories did we want to go over did you want to do one um yeah um okay so the one of the theories that a lot of people talk about is the burglary um theory where someone um oh i'm sorry yeah, that's that's it. Um, where um, someone broke in and it was a random thing that they just happened to, you know, come across Missy and they're like, well, she's in the way or she's, you know, seeing me or whatever. So I'm, I'm just going to kill her. And, you know, and, and you do hear about those kind of things happening, but I did a lot of research on um, several different stories about different cases that that had happened in every case that I found and it was just random ones they were all over the US every single one of them the person had only um had all of them had died due to the person that that they come across it was burglarizing the home or the car or whatever and they all were uh, killed by one single gunshot wound except for one lady and she survived but she was shot one time so I found that pretty interesting that that one that those all differ so much to this case and that right. there's a lot of people that think that this was, you know, a burglary gone wrong or whatever. Um, but, you know, and then of course there's the whole fact of, you know, nothing was taken. Mm -hmm. The jewelry was still left on her finger. Her vehicle was there. Nothing was stolen from the church. And, and this is things that the church officials said, nothing was taken. Right. You know, was taken at all there was no money taken no nothing was you know broken i mean i'm not talking about the building obviously it was broken into but i'm talking about inside the church um you know like in other words they didn't like try to get into a safe or you know right like so. well and you know brandon beavers missy beavers husband made the excellent point that her ring was still on her finger if someone had the motive of financial gain from this somehow they could have just reached down there and pulled her ring off that would have taken two seconds right yeah, so that's just another one, and um, and you know, it doesn't seem to fit. Doesn't mean that that I'm right, but that's just my opinion. No, I agree, and and a lot of people argue and say, well, she didn't have the he the perpetrator didn't take anything because Missy interrupted the burglary, and they freaked out, and killed her, and left. But I, I also just I have to say that they were walking around for at least thirty minutes. Yeah, exactly. They didn't take and anything in that entire time frame. Yeah, they, they didn't seem interested in doing anything either than really kind of just passing time until she got there. Right. So, so along with the interrupted burglary um, theory, we also have sort of what I call the lone psycho theory, which is, is this, I'm sorry, that doesn't go along with it. What, um, the lone psycho theory is completely different. I was looking at the wrong part of my notes. Um, the, the one that goes along with interrupted burglary is the interrupted cosplay. Yes. And interrupted cosplay theory is sort of like the interrupted burglary theory in that the cosplay, the person would be dressing up as a security guard or a cop, 
Um, maybe perhaps to act out something they've seen in a video game that they're a fan of, or, you know, there's cosplay conventions, just people do it for no good reason, just for fun. So um, for entertainment um, and camaraderie. So that's been one theory. It really doesn't have as much traction as the interrupted burglary theory, but it's out there. And we, I just felt like we had to at least mention it. And um, that's, I know you and I think that's a little far-fetched, but who are we to judge? If it ends yeah. up being interrupted cosplay, I'll be the first to admit I was wrong. But, oh, absolutely. Uh, I'll be yeah, the first one to admit that I'm completely shocked too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll both be we'll be shocked and wrong, so, <laughs> right? <laughs> but anyway, um, I'll say so. Back to my lone psycho theory. That theory is um, the motive would still be that they were there to kill Missy or to do her some sort of harm. But the lone psycho theory really speaks to more like a Ted Bundy type, perhaps, or just somebody not necessarily a serial killer, but someone who was maybe a stalker or just obsessed, otherwise obsessed with Missy, and had been watching her on social media, maybe had seen her teach a workout class before. And you know how a lot of times, um, like sexual, sexual predators will start off as peeping toms, that kind of thing. Maybe mm -hmm. the person was just watching her from a distance and maybe they um, sort of had that emotion of, if I can't have her, no one else will either. Um, you know, so that's another theory out there. Um, Really, whoever did this to Missy is a depraved person. So any of these motives don't really explain, uh, don't really make any sense because there's no good reason to kill Missy or anyone. But we're just doing our best with what we got here. And right. Um, is that all the theories? We've got the interrupted burglary, the lone psycho, uh, jealousy from maybe a rival of some kind. Um, well, uh, there's a couple more. The, the other one, of course, one of them would be sexually motivated, and there was nothing to allude to anything like that, so there's really nothing to discuss on that one. Right. And then the other one would be money and greed. And, um, I mean, of course, there's a couple of different avenues on that one. You know, of course, you have your typical one that everybody goes to, which would be, oh, she must have life insurance and they must have did it for that reason. There's nothing to allude to any of that. Um, and then of course there's other other ways of looking at it and, and we don't think there's any of this either, but it's just, um, I guess, explaining it. Um, but you know, like she was in Camp Gladiator and she had just recently joined Camp Gladiator, I think maybe about, what, six months before that? Yes, not long. Okay, yeah, it wasn't long. And she had done very well, so there was always a theory that maybe it was money motivated, as in, you know, you're taking, you know, my customers, or, um, you're, you know what I'm saying? You're taking, right. making it harder for me because you're taking my customers. That was something somebody said early on. Um, you know, it could be something like that. Uh, what other money motivated ways could there be? Yeah, I agree with you. Um, and um, also, you know, some of these could overlap. I mean, someone who was jealous that she was doing well and feeling threatened that it might take some of their money away from their Camp Gladiator business yeah, exactly. but they could also be jealous of her for being attractive and having a great body and you know being charismatic and able to recruit people um into our classes and yeah it seems like we had another money motivated thing though 
that we talked about. Oh, well, I can't remember it right now. I can't remember it either. Maybe we'll think of it before the podcast is over. This is starting to sound like our phone conversations. <laughs> right. Um, um, I, I will say on the, um, or on the jealousy one, I think that was why that was so popular because there's so many different avenues that it could go with. Right. You know, so I think that's why it's so popular because it, there's there's just like what five or six different ways that you could you could angle that one. So yeah, you know? yeah. it's definitely I would say probably the most popular theory. Um, oh, I know what the other financial one was, and you and I go off on this every chance we get because we disagree with it. But um, it's because there's a lot of misperceptions about Randy Beavers, and when people blame him, they say, well. He, oh, did it. Yeah. he did it to keep because Missy okay there's absolutely zero proof of this we've been researching this case for four years there is no proof that Missy was about to divorce Brandon that's just completely untrue according to everyone close to her however right. however the theory is based on Missy supposedly wanting to divorce um Brandon soon and then as a result his dad got all riled up about it and said, well, I don't want her taking the money from my business in the divorce, so I'm going to have to kill her. Okay, that makes zero sense because Tucker Oil is where Brandon works, and that has literally nothing to do with Randy Beavers. It's a completely different side of the family. He is a right. he has never been involved in that. That's not even his relatives. So that's not Randy's relatives at all. He's completely disassociated with that. So, right. Yeah, I think that was the one we were trying to think of. Um, so as That's far it. as theories go, you know, I'm trying to think if there's any others. Um, you know, the person you mentioned on our last podcast at the very top, you mentioned someone and the, even a news show had talked about it. That would be kind of like the lone psycho theory, probably like a stalker type. And um, Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and also, you know, another theory because uh, the LinkedIn search warrant, that guy, uh -huh. if he did it, which we don't think he did because police don't seem interested in him at all. But if that guy had something to do with it, they were just thinking that, I guess it was because they had had a romantic conversation or something. And maybe he wanted to silence her in some way. Right. And silencing there's another wacko theory going around about this being an inside job and the police did it because she was about to give information. I shouldn't say wacko theory. That's mean. Cause if someone's listening that has that theory, I don't want to say it's wacko. So I apologize for that, but I'm just saying that we just found that theory to be a little more out there and right. you know what I'm talking about? Like, is uh -huh. like, is it MPD or Ellis County? We've kind of heard different versions of that, but people think that she was about to sing, you know, about to tell something that she needed to be silenced, basically. Right. But, you know, that, whether or not there's corruption um, in Ellis County, whatever, people have debated about that, but I just don't really think that's what's going on here at all. Right. But you never know. Doors, yeah. wide, honestly, the door is wide open at this point. We don't know who killed Missy Beavers, and I feel less confident about who killed her now than I did several months ago. Right. I agree with you. Um, the other ones that I see listed are like self-defense, um, which we know it wasn't self-defense. Um, I mean, obviously we weren't there, but 
it's that the time frame is such a short time frame that basically she walked in and within minutes she was dead and they were gone. So, mm-hmm. and then, um, revenge. Ooh, I like that one. I don't mean I like it. I just mean, I know what you're saying. I like yeah. it for this crime. Right. Yeah, revenge is a is a big one because you hear about revenge a lot. You know, people are like, you know what, I'm going to get you for that, or you know, and it, yeah. it doesn't even mean that whatever they think happened happened. It mm-hmm. just in their mind they think it happened, or they think they right. you know that that person was mean to them, or made them look stupid, or took something away from them, or um, and, and if, if somebody feels threatened, then they're going to be like, you know what, I'm getting you for that. Yeah, I was just about to say the same thing. If it's revenge oftentimes that will go hand in hand with the jealousy, um, theory, um, for a motive. Right. So, you know, especially if there's a romantic rivalry of some kind. Right. Exactly right. Yeah. Um, And then then the other ones that I see listed are conflicting opinions and drugs and drugs and alcohol. And I don't, I don't think these can even, you know, they, they don't even qualify. So. (laughs) <laughs> I, tell you the, I tell you the one that made me want to fly into a rage was when somebody posted in one of the groups that it was a suicide. Do you remember that? Oh yeah. A long time ago. Yeah. I mean, seriously. I think I ended up just deleting that post and well, I usually don't do that, but I just couldn't stand it anymore. What and about- people were getting really offended by it too. Yeah. What about the one where someone said, this was a long, long time ago. This is probably in 2016 or 17. Somebody said, that Missy wasn't really dead and that that was just a cover-up for something. I was like, what? <laughs> Remember that? Yeah, that's ridiculous. Vaguely, oh, vaguely. Come on. I was like, oh my goodness. Yeah, it's like, okay, and Elvis and the Easter Bunny, yeah, y'all can all rock in the new year together. Right. Um, so what else do we have here? Um, is that it for theories? Yes. All right, awesome. Um, so do we have news to share? <laughs> I feel like we have some news. <laughs> or did we say it all at the top of the program? I think I was going to save some stuff for after the motives. I think I blurted it all out before about Instagram and about little bleepo, little bleepo, excuse me, and about our donation update. Right. Yeah, it was, um, it's really cool because, you know, it was like our, um, donations had come to a halt and then. And then they just, they just started happening. So it was really cool. And that was really cool. Cause you remember yeah. on the last episode, we actually discussed potentially giving people their money back because mm-hmm. we didn't know if it was going to budge anymore. And then lo and behold, it's, we, they started to steadily trickle in, which was fantastic. Right. Um, we will continue to give updates on that on every podcast until we reach the goal and take action on getting that billboard up. Absolutely. That's going to be exciting. And I know I mentioned Instagram at the top of the program, but if you would like to join us on Twitter, we're also there under True Crime Broads. Of course, Instagram is True Crime Broads. Same name for Facebook. We also have a Facebook discussion group. And um, does a really good job of keeping an eye on that. I do occasionally, but that's mainly your thing, Renee. And thank you for taking on that. That's a big task. And um. I started us an Instagram, I'm sorry, not Instagram, a LinkedIn account. And it's, um, we would love to hang out with you on LinkedIn. So if you're on LinkedIn, please um, 
please follow, connect with us, us at True Crime Broads on LinkedIn. We would love to see you. And um, I also started a subreddit and we need to get that going. I'm not even sure. Are we supposed to just sit there until people come to us or are we supposed to, <laughs> you know, we supposed to do know. something proactive? I know I did it and, and then I, I invited you to come on as a moderator and it's still just sort of sitting there. It says we can have live discussions. So maybe at some point we can promote that and get some people in there. Oh, that would be great. Cause that's what, you know, we've wanted to do that for a really long time. I'm sure our listeners yeah. have heard us talk about that several times that we want to have like, you know, a live where people can, you know, ask questions and then we talk about it on, you know, the podcast and, um, you know, not that we have all the answers, but, you know, we at least can discuss it and, and, and give the information that we do know, you know. Right, right. Absolutely. And well, that would be cool. Uh, yeah. And we're open to suggestions. If we've missed any good opportunity to commute with people, uh, communicate with people, let us know. We're trying to head all the social, social media platforms that we can. Um, I know somebody recently uh, commented on, I think, our Facebook page. Yeah. Because we have a Facebook page, and then we have a Facebook discussion group. So our Facebook page, we just kind of, you know, share our links to our podcast and maybe, you know, things that we have going on, like the billboard and stuff like that. Um, and then, of course, the discussion group is just, you know, people, you know, asking questions or bringing up their theories or their thoughts or whatever, which is really cool. Because, you know, everybody has a lot of great ideas. Right. Absolutely. And we love hearing from everyone. And we also are on several different platforms. A couple of new ones have popped up recently for our podcast. So whatever one you're listening to right now, if you decide that's not convenient or you'd prefer to listen to us on something else, chances are we'll be on another platform that you have that you're ac uh, you have access to. Um, um, Renee, did you want to, I think you had a list of everything that we're on. Um, do you still have that handy or do you want me to do it? I do. Okay. Yeah, I have it. Um, okay. So of course we're on Anchor. We're on Breaker, Google Podcast, Overcast, Apple, Listen Notes. Never heard of that. Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, iTunes. And uh, it's new for me. I've never heard of this one, Podcast Addict. And then you had also mentioned a couple more that I didn't know about. Um, did you get Stitcher? I didn't get Stitcher. Yeah, we're on Stitcher, S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. And we're on Podchaser and Pod News. And you got the rest of them I see on my list. So yeah, we're popping up left and right. So we're very grateful for that. And That's awesome. Um, yeah, my son's favorite one, um, my teenage son really likes um, Overcast. Oh, okay. And Is there I, a specific I can, reason? Yeah, because they cut out, he said that it, it saves time. He can listen to more podcasts because they cut out the dead space, which for wow. you and me, that's amazing. If you guys out there have access to Overcast, you might want to listen to us on there because we don't know how to edit very well. And we tend <laughs> to just, you know, record and publish it as is. So I apologize. It's kind of a mess. But, but if you have access to Overcast, that might, you know, tighten that up a little bit. A lot actually um and um what else um so yeah i think that's a really cool feature we need to figure out how to do that remember we've listened to podcasts that apparently have some kind of software that does that and we should look into that yeah it's really cool the way it just kind of like 
uh, it cuts that out and it's just like, bam, 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 you know, just constant yeah. conversation. So it's really neat. Yeah. Um, I would like to hear our podcast like that. <laughs> right. And if we ever get a budget of any kind, the first thing we're going to do is get someone else to produce this for us. Um, we're, we're both going, oh my gosh. We don't have any skills of any kinds of when it comes to stuff like this. So I think it's a bloody miracle that we can record this thing and upload it <laughs> and publish it. <laughs> you know? So, um, so we're trying to learn all the time, but just realistically speaking, we don't, you know, know a lot about that kind of stuff. So, right. I was going to tell you something kind of funny. Um, on our anchor dashboard, it has the information of the different demographics of people that listen to our podcast. Yeah. Um, and so I just thought I would share it because it's just kind of interesting. So it's 73% female, which isn't surprising, 13% male, and then the rest is not specified or non-binary. Yeah. And the age groups is interesting, in my opinion. Okay, so we have a little, just very few people that listen to it from ages 0 to 17. And then there's not one person between the ages of 18 to 22. <laughs> Which is supposed to be like that, that's supposed to be like the hottest demographic, and they're not listening at all. They're just not listening at all. Eighteen then, to twenty-four is that sweet spot that all the marketers want, you know. Yeah, it's to twenty-three after. to twenty-seven. We have eleven percent, um, and then it goes up from there. Fourteen percent for twenty-nine to thirty-four, and then twenty-four percent from thirty-five to forty-four, and then forty-five to fifty-nine is forty-three percent. Well, and you know something else? Um, I think partially that's the true crime audience, perhaps, but also because I know it's a wider range than I really think that might have something to do with maybe the victim's age, you know, maybe relating to that. But that's a really good question. I would like to see some of the statistics. We need to look up our friends at other true crime podcasts. We need to ask Melissa over at Victimology what her what her statistics look like. I, I would find that interesting. Oh, yeah. We should compare and contrast that with a few people we know that yep. have true crime podcasts and see. We can talk about that on a future episode. That would be really interesting. Yeah, I really would. Too. Um, yeah. yeah, we appreciate each and every one of you that listen. And um, we, oh, real quick, I'll just tell everybody, we usually record on, on Anchor app unless we have guests. So since we didn't have a guest, we already did this podcast last night. <laughs> and Anchor, we got on the Anchor um, Facebook group just to see, you know, for podcasters as a private Facebook group. And we jumped, I jumped on there to see what was going on because when we finished our podcast, it just started to glitch out and lo and behold, it did not record our podcast. So we were really, it was like a whole hour spent for nothing. (laughs) We were so disappointed, but we waited and waited and it never uploaded. And apparently anchor um, takes a long time to get back to you. So I didn't even bother trying to ask support because we just needed to get on with it. So we just decided, we just said, okay, tomorrow night we'll re-record. So that's what we're doing now. And that's the only thing I don't like about this is that we don't know how long we've been recording. Do we? Um, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> it'll be, it'll be a surprise because we usually know how long we've been recording when we do anchor. Well, it's so we 11, kinda... it's 1105. I think we started at like what? 1015 or so 1020. I don't remember. Really? I don't know. No, maybe later, maybe 1030. Time Heck, is really fun. Yeah, you're right. We do need the clock. <laughs> we, yeah, need, like, we need the thing on Anchor to tell us how long we've been recording, but 
we do want to get some um, ideas for future podcasts, you know, discussions, things that um, people want to go over that we haven't done in the past. We did talk about last night, we talked about the helmet, and I did post it on Facebook. We talked about the different um, helmets that people thought that it was, and I'm not really familiar. I mean, I, I am a little bit, but I feel like a, a, a regular motorcycle helmet is a lot rounder than mm -hmm. this one. It kind of looks a little different. Mm -hmm. But we went over that and, and we posted it on there. But if anybody has any other ideas of things that y'all want to discuss that we maybe maybe we're super familiar and we just think it's not a big deal, but it's not it's more important for y'all. Let us know and we'll be happy to go over it with y'all if it's something. Yeah, that we yeah, we're definitely we're definitely hungry for suggestions. And you know that is something we went on we did on last night's recording that didn't end up re actually recording since the anchor was having. Um, technical difficulties for a change it wasn't us it was actually anchor because we, right. we looked in the anchor facebook group and everybody was having the problem so it was just our unfortunate luck that we were trying to complete our recording and upload it right as this glitch happened so it didn't yep. record ours a lot of people did were able to save the recordings but ours just the timing was really bad so but we did last night go over the helmets and remember we kind of went over all the theories throughout the years people yes. have said they look I mean, we've heard everything from, and these are all viable. I mean, I don't know which one it is. I have no idea. I'm impressed that people had an idea because I really don't. Like you said, there was a motorcycle helmet, which, you know, I agree with you. I think that's not very likely based on how it looks. Those older military helmets, uh, even those German military helmets, like Dale said, um, mm -hmm. Dale is one of our um, favorite listeners and he, I tend to agree with him. Looks like those older military helmets, or people have even said paintball helmets, which is pretty wild, but hey, it could be. That could be something that someone had in the house. Maybe some some family members really into paintball, you know? We right. just don't know. And then another theory for the helmet was, um, oh, there was another one, Renee. What was it? Um, military. Somebody said baseball helmet. Yeah. Somebody said airsoft gun helmet. Right. Okay. Uh, I had it pulled up last night when we did this podcast the first time <laughs> from our Facebook group. That's and I was reading them from there. I guess that was it. I don't have it pulled up now. I guess I could. <laughs> I think we hit them all, I right? Had it, I had it up too last night. I don't have it up today. <laughs> <laughs> we're just hoping that we can record this. No, we're on Zoom now. We feel very confident it's working. In fact, I can see it says recording. So I feel really good right. about that. Yeah. Was there anything else we wanted to cover before we say goodnight to our friends? Um, well, we want to, we probably always want to talk about, uh, we talked about all of our platforms already. And then, um, Oh, the GoFundMe. If you, oh, feel, yeah. if you would like to donate five, 10, whatever amount of money that you're comfortable with toward Missy's billboard, it's a GoFundMe. We have the link on all of our social media um except instagram i need to add it to that and linkedin but we've got it in facebook um page and group and we can um post it in the other places but you can google gofundme missy beavers and it's the first thing that pops up yep that's correct and we're, we're hoping to get this uh done uh, we only have a few days to get it done by august 1st but we you know we can still do it probably like the first week of august because there's a there's a billboard that we're interested in getting this in Ellis County and um, it's going to be available soon. So we're hoping to get this wrapped up soon. 
But um, yeah, if y'all want to donate anything or have any questions about it, just let us know. Yes, and if, you, and if you happen to think of something, we're hoping this is what the billboard will do too, but if this podcast has potentially made you think, you know, I might have some information. I just didn't think it meant anything. I didn't think it was important. Even if it seems minuscule or unrelated, but it, you think there's just this very slim chance it could have some significance to the case, please report it to either Crime Stoppers or Midlothian Police. You can call them. You can go in person. And I believe you can do it anonymously, completely anonymously on Crime Stoppers. Isn't that right, Renee? Yes, and they even said that you could go on their page and um, send them a message and it would be anonymous. They said they have no way of tracking it. They can't find out your phone number or anything like that. But they also have a, a Facebook page. They have a website and I was a little confused by the website, but it doesn't, you know, you can still go on there. They do have, you know, lots of different uh, tabs and options on there, mm -hmm. but you can also go to their Facebook page and it also has a lot. I think it has more information on their Facebook page than it does on their website. So just right. type in Ellis County. Uh, Crime Stoppers of Ellis County is what it's called. Awesome. Thank you, Renee. That's it. Sounds That's good. Yeah. Well, we really appreciate everyone tuning in. And if you'd like to hear the entire Little Bleepo song that is our theme song, we are going to play it right now for you. So thank you very much for joining. Thank Chief you. Have, Have a good day. night. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yes. Yeah.